0: welcome in thanks for joining us once again on the red rock sports podcast it feels so good to be back back in the captain's chair connor was so afraid of what i was going to say to him he decided to not even show up classic today. i am of course the true host of the show jared all no one could fill my seat the way that i do well, that's that's just me. No, that's true. Just, you've that's got a actually very fact, uh, yeah. you've
1: got a very wide uh caboose. Yeah, you got so no get, one fills the seat. You know like those you. those those
0: the cre- crevices in the seat, yeah. you just you, you man, it doesn't feel right after seat? someone else sat in it. Uh that is of course the voice of Tyler Walgie filling in for Connor camp today, who is
1: He's so weak. He's so weak. He's scared. So he's he's out. He can't handle
0: the challenge. can't handle it, man. I know. Of course you guys wait. We, we've been doing this show for going on what a year and a half now. Yes. I have been trying to get Connor on board with CU Buffs for the longest time and all he ever says is oh it's just amateurs I don't want to watch amateur yeah, football all he, yeah, get no 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 no. Connor's little...
2: a lifetime fan yeah they get a <laughs> click or two on
0: social media because of the coach they hire and now Connor's the biggest fan and decides yeah. Yeah. decides to start the show last week with the CU bus talk yeah. what is that about he's
2: a lifetime fan he went to tons of games when he was like four and like he's a bandwagon. went to a bunch Total when he was like seven yeah, and complete bandwagon. had COVID for like a year and a half at the age of nine like and you know what it is you know what you know what it is
0: I'm not even gonna hate because because I am encouraging everybody out there if you want to get on the bandwagon now is your time do it get on that bus bandwagon because Pick up. as 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 uh, primetime says we coming come we, we, we coming They coming uh is there a point where we're going to get sick of that
2: no a-
0: Allah no. is yeah. louis
2: no cuz he's going to win. <laughs> yeah, as long as he's winning. right? Uh, it's like the let's ride thing, yeah, you know what I had, mean? Yeah, but yeah. had yeah. Russ come in and but, we
0: started 8 and 2,
1: like I think we oh, would be going, riding we'd be let's ride. Ride. we'd be riding so hard right now. It's it's also the swag factor. Yes. Like Dion is oozing swag. Russ has the least swag of any quarterback in the NFL. He's like around the the Joe Flacco swag. Russ meter. has a, a, no, a Joe Flacco. coach
0: that is teaching him how to have swag. That's no, no, what he's
2: got. Joe Flacco earned some brownie points because when he got that big, I think it was 100 or 120 million. I don't remember, but the first thing he did was go to McDonald's. Yeah, you earn major, Love major it. brownie points. But, if okay, you're going to get a double cheese. But is that
1: a swag factor? Yes. Like, like, I, I feel like more yes. swag is you Get a gold chain or something. Yeah, no, so, like a you Kirkco chain. Yeah, Kirk yeah. Oh, but he he's being fiscally responsible and enjoying McDonald's. You went eight ninety nine, like yeah. Like, I don't know. You know what, we don't know what he tipped
2: that that McDonald's waiter mm. there or the server there. I don't know oh, if huh. the tipping was as out of control, but I would imagine
1: I haven't been to McDonald's recently, but you probably could tip your McDonald's person. There's a from what I see on social media, a lot of fights going down at uh, McDonald's these days. Really? Uh, you know well, what? Quick, quick ice machi- Ice cream machine is definitely down in that I was, scenario. Ooh. Do you want to know? I was going to tell a story, but let's divert to the ice cream, okay? Okay. The, the, uh, so this is kind of a a true conspiracy theory, but it's totally legit. A conspiracy legit. theory that's true it's totally would be fe- Okay, all right, go ahead. So it's not really a conspiracy Oxymoron, theory. Oxymoron, but go ahead. It sounds like okay. a conspiracy theory. How about I say that? But it's yeah. totally legit. So here's what happens. Conspiracy I'll, truth. I'll yeah, make this yeah. as quick as possible, okay? Okay, nine minutes. Here we go. <laughs> all right. So... What happens is there's a company called Taylor and they make ice cream machines for a ton of different fast food companies. And they've been in business with McDonald's since McDonald's got started. This is an old school, old business relationship that will not be broken. Here's what happens. Taylor specifically makes one kind of machine for McDonald's that's unlike any of the others. And when there's an issue with the machines, there are no clear error. Here's how you solve it. Codes, okay? It says like weird stuff like R F V five Q R L. They don't know how to fix it. Is so, that an actual code or did you just no? Make I that just up? made that. Uh, up. I but, just but, wondering but, if you but, just but know the codes. No, but they're similar to stuff you like spent that. Many, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. So, they, that. so they try and do it again. They try and run it again, and eventually it's go it's gone through the morning cycle. People start to order in the afternoon. It's broken. and the manager eventually has to call the person from Taylor. Quote. Taylor comes out, right? Quotes. so so Taylor has these these mechanics who come out, fix the machine. So pretty much what happens is they make machines that are so impossible to fix yourself. You have to call the company to come fix them. And it's come out in like research. I watched the whole thing about this that 25 <laughs> How long per- was this I'm sorry to interrupt. How long was the documentary or whatever you watched on It was like It was the like, McDonald's like ice machine. It was like a 20 minute YouTube Wow So what happens is 25% of the total revenue the gross revenue every year from Taylor is made from this these repairs Sweet. It's completely part of the business so model So they, they're building that in They're building that in and it's only with McDonald's because it's an old school business relationship So really the only people suffering with this are the franchisees no, because see, they I'm lose gonna- money and they're the ones who get shit on social media because everyone blames them, they're going, oh, it's, it's the, they're saying it's broken, it's not really broken. They want it to be working having so no, bad.
0: Having no knowledge yes. of, of the cost of goods for McDonald's. I'm going to take it further. This is full-on conspiracy theory here, okay? Here's my thing, is people go to McDonald's wanting to get the ice cream, right? They want to get whatever they call it. It's not a blizzard, whatever they call it. McFlurry, the yeah. McFlurry. They want the McFlurry. Or just the cone. Just just or the cone. cone. They want that. What McDonald's is realizing is, wait, this is not a high-ticket item for us this is not a very profitable thing for us so let's use this to suck them in keep it constantly broken because of course they're going to end up getting a burger some other thing that are the See, high i don't know about items. that because See, jared, use it to jared, suck them in jared here's the and thing about then that. you make the money we'll, we'll
1: move on folks in just a second but here's the thing about that it is extremely profitable that ice cream is one of the most profitable margin things they have so, so, so you can wipe that out but if you look, Jared, idiot. any given time, there's only about 13% of McDonald's in the U.S. have these machines down. And there's a website you can go to. I don't have it off the top of my head. You can <laughs> see it. They're sucking them in. They're yeah. sucking them can, in. And yeah. you can look where McDonald's ice creams are working and not working on this website. But keep in mind, it's <laughs> can not you imagine it's not some having the a conspiracy where it's like a lot of people think, oh, it's really working. They just don't want to serve it or they just don't want to clean it or they just don't want to do it. No, they want it to be working. They just can't get it to work. They're waiting for it to be repaired and it happens. All, the time, all right, so obvious
2: obvious immediate question do we go M&M or Oreo McFlurry when
1: we go? Oh, M&M. Oreo. It's a trick question. You do half. Oh. You do oh. half and half. Oh. It's a trick. See, you both sell. I kind of like that. If you're going to go two, I like to go double M&M because oh, wow. I think M&M and Oreo specifically, if it's those two, it kind of, I don't like how the yeah. the, the mm. frosting of the the Oreo mixes with the M&Ms. I think oh, it's like not a great crazy. thing on, the, on wow. my palate. No diversity yeah. for time. But I got a real okay. sophisticated palate, yeah. you know. Well, you while
0: we're on the topic, and since Connor's not here, I just have to comment. Uh, you know, we're talking McDonald's. I happen to eat In-N-Out Burger, right? Wow. Which I know they're in Colorado now. There's Connor's like favorite. Uh, it's trash. Just guys. It, on, is, the whoa, it whoa, is the worst. It is the worst of all the main fast food places. It's not it's trash. Here's what here's what it's makes absolute. not worse than
2: Here, here's burger. what makes the In-N-Out Burger is the lettuce. The lettuce is so it's crunchy, lettuce. it gives it a nice little. Okay, <sighs> if it's got you're it's buying you your buy burger it. based off a lettuce. You're just hey, I didn't say you're wrong. I'm just saying that's what makes the burger it's wild style rice. animal style whatever it is it's delicious bun no v- usually good tomatoes
1: i think i it could say that about all good. the fast food burgers uh, though no can't. it's all no they're can't. all the same i would say the, no, would say the whopper the whopper bk whopper Ooh. wait so you think the BK's up there oh, yeah. i
0: like bk whopper yeah. Yeah. i got nothing wrong with that well, Carl I, I go good times oh, i think good times is the best too. okay good now i'm glad we can have that conversation without connor here because he would have lost it had he just
2: heard me say that so be prepared well and the thing about that is it's a nine hour line to get said i was I was
0: in in Phoenix. I was in Phoenix. (laughs) It's only 20 minutes in most the the
2: most overrated burger by far. And I've only had it's like a southern thing is the Whataburger. Whataburger is absolutely disgusting. Okay. All right. Back to where we started the show,
0: which is talk a little see Buffs. I didn't get a chance to be a part of the conversation last week. So I figure I'm here. Tyler's here. For those of you that don't know and don't follow any of the other woos media shows, Tyler and I do a see you buffs podcast. Mm. You can catch it all through the football season. It's called buffs. Nation. If you type that into the listener, wherever you're on right now, or if you want to listen to any other Woos Media shows, just type in Woos, W-O-O-Z-E, Woos Media. All their different shows will come up. Good stuff out there. There's lots of college football related stuff, but other stuff as well. Tyler's uh, Sports Betting Daily Show is also on there. But you can tune into the uh, college football uh, Buffs Nation show that Tyler and I do. But I thought we'd bring a little bit of that into our show here today. And uh, I want to just talk briefly, Tyler, about what you've seen so far with... I know it's a very, very brief window. Deion Sanders has been the head coach for CU for what? 10 days now? Mm -hmm. Two weeks, maybe? But some big splashes within the recruiting world. He, he made big promises. He said, watch out. This first weekend is going to be the biggest weekend you've ever seen. So far, we got, what, three or four guys have committed to see you since Deion Sanders has yeah. uh, has joined, uh, headlined by four-star running back who decommitted from Notre Dame, Dylan Edwards. Guess what, guys? That is
1: one more four-star than the Buffs had all all of last year in their recruiting. (laughs) Well, I mean, last year, the last 10 years, Colorado doesn't get four stars. Colorado doesn't get five stars I think they've got one in the last 16 years wasn't it Jaron Mangum you remember him yes okay and, and I don't he, know he what left. happened to he him never even I mean he, he played his freshman year and transferred do you want to look up Jaron Mangum and see where he is right yeah. now because I have no idea but that was the one five star that Colorado got and he didn't even pan out so this is it's almost comical uh, like this is not southern tari- Florida Oh, yeah. Wow. He's the Bulls now in, in, in the AAC. So that went downhill quickly. Not a true five star, which is why the rankings are sometimes iffy. But here's what you want to do is CU: collect those four and five stars. But this is not territory that we any of us have been in. It's it's almost laughable. Like I was saying, well, I didn't think it was possible. CU was going to get Deion Sanders in the first place. Right. I didn't even really want to enter- entertain it because I didn't want to get hurt, you know, and we get him and he starts immediately bringing people in on the level of seriously, this is on the level of like Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan. This is not a, not exaggerating either. This is exactly what they still, what they do, flip these great players and see has the momentum right now. Like I'm expecting to see to be a top 10 class every year that Dion's here and that's what you need. Build a talent. And I mean, hopefully I just have this feeling that the buffs are going to be good, quicker than people think, but it's all about the expectations, right? Like, what does that mean? What, how do you define good? Because good for CU football in the last 10 years has been, you make a bowl game. Yeah, get six wins, get yeah. to a bowl game, get, right? Six wins, make a bowl game. That's been good. I think this year, the expectation should be eight wins. Yeah. And I think that's what Vegas will have. I don't know if it's out yet, but I think like seven and a half, eight and a half, will be right around that number. Sure. For, for the Buffs, it, but it I'm just, so excited.
0: Yeah, just, you know, for, for the listeners out there, I know Colorado is not, and hasn't been for a long time, a big college football state. Uh, The Denver Metro particularly doesn't follow the college sports a
1: ton unless they're at the peak, right? When they have those big seasons. Unless they're at the peak, yes. But I will say that there's enough people in the state that get excited that when there's a little bit of hope for the Buffs, the stadium's filled. I mean, look at this season. The first game of the year this year, the stadium's filled. Hell, forget the first game of the year this year. When the Buffs were 0-5, coming back home to play Cal, the Buffs sold out their stadium. Like, so I know that it's not Alabama. I know that it's not Florida. I know that everyone doesn't bleed black and gold in Denver, but there's enough people in, in, in the state and in this area that care to where I think it doesn't matter if not everyone's so, you know so into it. All you need is to fill that stadium, bring the energy, bring the passion, and that's what CU fans can do. And let's also not discount the idea that the Buffs are going to gain a lot of fans in the next couple of years. I mean, I'm already seeing on Twitter a bunch of people who don't even live here. Like, hey, you know, can I jump on the bandwagon? I'm going to get some Buffs gear. I saw this dude from like Nigeria tweeting this CU Buffs football account on, you know, he's like, hey, like, can you guys hook me up? Like, it's so cool that everyone's talking about CU, maybe the worst team in college football collectively in the mm-hmm. last couple of years. They've been an embarrassment, you know, and, and Jared and I have gone to almost every game the last several years, and it's 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 the same story every season. And, you know, it's just so cool to see positivity, well, it's, a winning attitude, it, it, and yeah, it's going to show up.
0: For fans like you and I that, like, year after year, we build up our hope, and then it's crushed. It was like, this was one of the first years where, like, I began to lose all hope. Like, I didn't yeah. know
1: if this team was going to ever get back whoa, to whoa, what they whoa. once had. This is the worst we've seen them um, since the Dan Hawkins era. Yeah, well, I, I and mean, even before that, even before maybe. that, yeah, exactly. Like that, we saw a low of lows this season. You know, it's bad when the best part of the game you're talking about on the way home is watching Ralphie run. Yeah, right? <laughs> which is always a great, great experience. You know, it's always great to watch, but you hope that's not the highlight of the game. Right? You'd hope that, and let's face it, if you've actually, let me kind of rephrase that. If you've never been to a CU game before, maybe that is up there in a highlight because it's really awesome. Like seeing Ralphie run at the beginning of the game and at halftime is an experience you need to see. That's why college football is, is, in my opinion, better than the NFL. It's little things like that that you get during the games. But uh, So I kind of want to take back that being such an overrated experience because it, it's always great seeing that. But you want to be saying, wow, I can't believe CU just beat that ranked opponent and we're all happy about how the quarterback looked. And where she so was, yeah. Where
0: I was going, where they're going to be ranked, right? You know. So, just a couple of dates before we move off of this. For those of you who don't follow college football closely, and certainly maybe not the recruiting process closely, there are two key dates for recruiting when it comes to college football. You have your early signing date that happens a week from tomorrow. So today is December thirteenth. That happens December twenty first is the early signing period. Okay, that is something that they brought in uh, a little more recently. Typically, you see a lot of the big-name guys sign at that December 21st signing day, and that way, you know, if you can load up your class early on, you're sitting in a better spot. The actual signing day for college football is February 1st, 2023. So I think for the Buffs, you might see it be a little more quiet than maybe what you would hope in this first signing period. That's only going to be a couple of weeks into Deion Sanders there. Now, we've obviously already seen the impact, already seen the guys join, but I think what you're going to see is getting Deion Sanders, getting a lot of guys to decommit from the verbal commitments they had, not sign on the early signing day so that he can lure them to Boulder, get them on board before the official signing date, February 1st. So look out for that day. We'll certainly track that on this show and on our other Wooz Media shows as we come up to signing day 2023.
1: Great point. Last thing before we move off here, if you're going to look at one thing and you want to pay attention really to one main thing now for the Buffs moving forward through uh, the end of December and, and January... How many offensive and defensive linemen are they talking about? Because that's the one thing right now that's going to allow CU to compete with teams like USC and fill-in-the-blank, You know, Utah and the Pac-12. Can they get offensive and defensive linemen in there? And maybe, I mean, what do you think? Jalen Sammy is going to stick around. Yep, yep. Is he going to be the only one who can play D-line? You know, I'm not sure. And I I talked about this before. The only other defender who's going to play is probably either... Uh, uh, Chandler Samito, uh, a linebacker. Josh Chandler Samito, yep. and then Which what he, about he
0: may go pro though? He had a great season. He may go
1: pro. You think he's going to declare?
0: Why not? He just had a monster season. I think he fits the NFL linebacking. You know what they're looking for. Y- who knows?
1: Okay. Who and, knows? And then the last player, uh, who I think may have a spot next year on defense, Trevor Woods, safety. Mm-hmm. He flies around, hits hard, and he's kind of. I thought he was that he started the season that typical strong safety like sort of like a hybrid linebacker buffback play in the in the box hard hitter he's still a hard hitter but his coverage improved through the season that's one thing where it's like that's what they're gonna ask like this new uh, uh, secondaries coach and defense coordinator these players have to cover like in the pack twelve especially you got to cover so. If 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 they think Trevor Woods can cover, I think he'll play next year. Yeah, like, I, I can think he'll spot. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, that's what I think. You know, I don't know how much Buffs talk you guys usually do, but it was nice to come on and talk. We'll see you. This is so. the extent that we have done. Correct. It. Yeah, well but done. Look, but look with Neon Dion in town, let's go. Yeah, one yeah. yeah. more. I yeah, like when that. he played. Yeah, Neon I like, like that. that. Okay, that's we're not, sticking not with it. it.
0: Um, unfortunately, the Buffs uh, are not playing right now, but the Broncos are. You know, and and guys. Uh man, the,
2: are, are they good? Is the offense good? Is the Broncos are, we, oh, back? No.
1: Uh-oh. are we back? Uh oh, are we back? Are we back?
2: Unfortunately, they covered. I was so certain, you know, on oh, eight and a half. Man. I was so sick. <laughs> in my stomach. He threw that. Josie Jewel had that awesome interception. I just shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, the Buffs lose a or Buffs. Now I'm on it. The Broncos lose a close one to the Chiefs, thirty four twenty eight. Uh, guys, are we, are, first of all, are we taking the moral victory? Are we all like, that's the best
1: I have felt coming off of a game. I am taking that moral victory. How about you guys? No, not at all. Because a moral victory doesn't make Seattle's draft pick worse next year. It's going to hurt my soul. On draft day. Are you going to watch? Watching Seattle. Well, I'm going to watch because the Broncos... Who, what draft pick do we have? I don't know what we stand at. We yet, like late 20s. 49ers. At, yeah, we have, we have San Francisco. which so, is probably more... As warm. of right now, we're talking... I think so, it's like 20s. So, so I'm yeah. definitely going to watch, but it's going to hurt my soul when 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 Seattle is drafting some elite, you know, secondary players, you know, whatever it is, whatever. And we're sitting there going, oh my God, like this this sucks. Russ is probably you know, tweeting about some again and hmm. I don't want to. Yeah, don't do that. No, I'm not going <laughs> to do that, but I just honestly, you're right.
0: It gets to a point where like, I, I think they're pretty. S- I say pretty safe. Did the Texans lost this week, right? Yeah, they blew it. They blew it. They, well, yeah, they, they gave, it. gave but, Dallas but, all the, but if could you imagine giving away the first overall pick? Yes, like, I can. Like
2: you just. Yes, I could definitely <sighs> see that happening. I think. they're. Year,
0: yeah. I think they're safe for what that? do you mean? I mean, if the Broncos end up the worst team in the nfl and yeah. they have to give up the first overall pick that's gone that's the seattle seahawks oh, pick up well, at well, least yeah, if that it's that second or third like right. man I, I i'd be curious to know and i don't know even know how you'd research this if if anyone has already you know a situation like this where you've traded away that first overall pick for a player and you or it ends up becoming the first overall right you traded away yeah. your first rounder before the season it ends up becoming the first as overall. it
2: as it stands today Houston is one and eleven. Broncos and Bears are three and ten,
1: and then the Saints and Rams are four and nine, and the Cardinals too. But
0: wow, yeah. J- Justin Fields is
1: the. But real I have deal, the least huh? faith in the Broncos to win these games coming uh, on the way out. Yeah, I mean, the Broncos they, have a tough schedule here.
0: They they do, but the Texans. You have to think the Texans are getting. Pretty Broncos beat the Texans. motivated to start choking right
2: Broncos now. beat the Texans.
0: Oh, good. So we have the tie <laughs> But they have a tie.
1: So it's going to end up, you know, if you end up with the same amount of wins, just, the, just, the losses will be different. Just let everyone know the schedule uh, that the Broncos end with. So uh, they've got Arizona at home. kyler List At LA Rams. At Kansas City. And then the LA Chargers at home. So those last four games, I think they probably go 0-4. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, we're, agree. we're yeah. at LA Rams was winnable and we're talking Baker, Baker, the touchdown maker. Now, Baker, in LA. Baker,
0: the best, thing is, best thing is he's Magic. definitely
1: going to start uh, probably at least at least two more games. So but, I think our, I think on. our bet hey, will hit. There's
0: still a chance that he redeems is this. Okay? I don't know what you guys are talking about
1: or what bet happened. I know you guys have a bet, but I just want to say something. It's amazing to see what happens with quarterbacks when they get put in good situations. And Baker Mayfield shouldn't be looked at all of a sudden as some savior. But let me say one thing. I think the way people and fans in general view players is so hysterically backwards. And you know kind of what I blame? Well, you know what I'm going to give 20% of the blame to? Madden. Yes. You want to know why? Because Madden has led people to believe that Joe Burrow is a 92 and no matter what happens that quarterback is a 92 here's how it works any given game joe burrow is going to play well, like hey, a 92 hey, for hey, some hey. of the game jackpot and he's going to play like a 72 for well, some it's of the jack, game. No, jack it's, jackpot it's, joey's it's, never it's jackpot 92. joey but go ahead <laughs> Baker Mayfield, for some of the game, he's going to play like a 54. He's going to be horrible, make some bad reads, throw a pick, fumble the football, but he's also going to play like a 78 for some of the quarter, like or some of, the, some of the game. My point is, this idea of looking at these players in such a binary fashion of they're amazing, they suck. It shouldn't work that way. Jimmy G, Baker Mayfield, these quarterbacks have all gotten the starting position for a reason in their career, and it's not a surprise to me that Baker, when he gets a job with a team who knows what the hell they're doing, he actually He looks like a good quarterback. Now, is it going to last? I think he's going to be. uh, Is Jared going to win his bet? Top 15 profile focus. I don't necessarily think so but it's amazing what happens when some quarterbacks get a chance look last week sam darnold goes on the road wins in seattle it's like what's going on here what's going on is sometimes players get put in good situations and they look good so
0: and sometimes it's a coordinator that knows something about a defense and they right. exploit and it I and i know i just went off and room. i and i
1: know no, before i, I yes, just one thing, quick thing before i go on i know i just mentioned carolina in my example so it's like well why well, couldn't baker one with carolina it's going to Happen on occasion. What my point is, it's not necessarily always just this player sucks because they've been playing poorly. It often goes deeper than that, and it's not always just the player's fault. Shit. I think that Sean McVay is going to do a lot of good things with Baker. Are you guys ready for the double down? Yeah, double oh, down. It's going to
0: happen, guys. Here's what's going to happen, okay?
1: Everybody there a on there. Yeah. little double down Vegas special. Let's go. This is what we call the blackjack table. <laughs> the spe- the soap special everybody completely overreacted to pick Mayfield on
0: the <laughs> on the disastrous team that he was on with Matt Rule coaching for the Panthers now he goes to he's the worst right the worst quarterback ever that's what that's what the narrative right now is now he goes to Sean McVay the quarterback guru makes quarterbacks look great all of a sudden, I'm not saying he's gonna be end up a top fifteen quarterback. I think we can all agree he probably won't, but he's gonna look significantly better. Right. Guarantee you, he ends up going and getting a starting quarterback job because everyone's be like, "Wow, Baker's a pretty good. That's quarterback. a guarantee. He's a pretty big quarterback." But, but you Watson, know the issue. That's what's gonna happen. But you know, know the issue. Overreaction, just like he, you're talking here's about. Here's the
1: problem with that, though. Is the team he's going to go to is, by definition, going to be a terrible team exactly. who needs a quarterback and he's going to fail again. You know the best situation is to be a quarterback like Brock Purdy. You play at Iowa State, you have a good, not great career, and you get drafted by the 49ers. Yes. What a good situation. You got Kyle Shanahan, time to learn the offense, a good supporting cast around you, amazing uh, I'll, management. i put another name out there,
0: Lamar Jackson. Oh. Dude fell in a great situation yeah. on a coach that Harbaugh, knows how to coach, knows how to keep a locker room together. A, an offense around him. Build an offense yeah. around him. I'm saying Lamar Jackson ends up in a lot of spots. He does not look as good as he does. Remember right when the there. Broncos were
1: one of those teams?
0: That yeah. it's like, wow,
1: what an organization. And now I'm it's like, ended up there.
0: now we make the argument of it doesn't matter if we would have drafted Josh Allen because we would have ruined. Right. Yeah, <laughs> no, we no. <laughs> yeah, we all agree. We definitely <laughs> all agree there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh God, okay, okay. okay. So maybe we're not taking the moral victory, but can we all agree no. that – Uh, who is it, Uh, NBC that does the Sunday night game? They, yes. they don't messed up. They don't messed up passing up on that as the primetime game. That was the best game of the weekend. And then the, you get end up with the, the what was it, the Chargers? And, okay,
1: and it was the best game of the weekend because Hackett wasn't on national TV. You get Hackett's <laughs> bald head on on in the bright lights, and he gets deer in the headlights look. No, the Broncos don't look the same. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's right. what happens. You're saying that. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Nathaniel I, Hackett is the uh, – uh, uh, Kirk uh, Cousins of coaches. He <laughs> when, I, when the when oh, the spotlight's I don't on. Know, He funny. doesn't
0: have the swag. <laughs> yeah, Scott, though, man, that that swag. Bro. No, I've been I, doing
2: that dance move that he does. You know how he goes like left to right. <laughs> <laughs> give me like four or five beers. I'll start going left. to that's right. That's
1: about the extent of my moves. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I, I got I got like right. one or two. Of I did them, say this last it. week. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, most aerodynamic head coach in the NFL, without a doubt. With his head, yes. Yeah. So okay, the Buffs are on the rise. Buffs are on the rise. Broncos are clearly before we move on. On decline. Can I throw a little something in here real yeah. quick? Yeah, sure. Okay, so uh the Broncos, or the Broncos, the Rockies, sent out some tickets, and I want to see what you guys think of the off-season special. So they sent out... Uh, Star Wars tickets. You guys know, like, the Star Wars theme? I've heard of Star Wars, yeah. Are we talking,
0: like, May the 4th tickets? I I don't know if it's May the 4th.
1: I believe it it probably is. No, it's July 29th. They're on the road for May the 4th. Oh, okay. But I want to see you guys think of the prices the Rockets are charging these days. All right. Who do they play? It is... Oakland. Are we talking like outfield? Are we talking? Yeah, like what day? What T-side? day is it? Yeah, what day is it? So it is July Saturday, July 29th, 610 p.m. against Oakland. And what's the special like Ninth you get annual to, Star Wars. You get, night. A, you get a lightsaber on the phone. Uh, yeah, Star Wars themed sites. Uh, first uh, 10,000 get a t-shirt. Wow. And depends on the yeah. kind because they do like the Hanes, you know where they're like cottony or you can get like the real nice one. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So your ticket includes uh, your package includes a ticket to watch the Rockies. Uh, in the special Star Wars seating sections, and then a Star Wars t-shirt. Okay, so we're
0: probably thinking outfield. This is probably No, no, no. So, so
1: it's it's these sections. Oh, upper okay. reserved infield, pavilion, corner. Uh, by the way, the pavilion is like the outfield uh, bleacher area in left field. Okay. okay. Uh, corner outbox, or corner outfield box, upper midfield box, uh, outfield club. And then upper infield box. I'm gonna say twenty two dollars a ticket. I'll say thirty nine dollars. So it ranges. Okay. Okay. So uh, let's do the average. I was gonna say we'll
0: do our range, twenty two to thirty nine. Yeah.
1: So the the cheapest ones, upper reserved, thirty dollars a ticket, which is, in my opinion, a lot. A lot. lot. And then the upper infield box seat, eighty dollars a ticket, which I think is actually uh, doable for a box seat. So here's the thing. I think the expensive tickets are a little cheaper than they should be, and I think the cheap tickets. Are way more. You know expensive why they do they that though? Be. It's because more people are going to buy those cheap ones, mm-hmm. probably. But here, yeah, you're right. And here's the thing: during the day of the game, if you guys go to StubHub, you can get these upper reserved infields for fifteen bucks. They're charging thirty here, so I think that this is always the. You guys want to know the only thing that you can buy from the actual vendor, the actual home website that's worth it is. MGM and Caesar's uh, hotels in Vegas. <laughs> it, that is the play- you, you don't go to hotels.com to stay in Vegas. You get the best deals booking with the, the hotels directly. You do not book Rockies games with the Rockies directly. You're going to get screwed. You're going to pay 3 times what you would buying from a third party. So I don't know why that is, but don't buy a third party for you know, or buy third party almost everything except uh, rooms in Vegas. Tyler, don't go to this is like this alcohol. is why we love bringing you on. <laughs> expert
0: <laughs> advice from yeah, the expert yeah. Tyler Walchie. So many, so many yeah. fields of expertise. But, but I'm so also, I'm not going to that game.
1: I can go to a million. Other, I can go to a million other games for nine dollars. Yeah, the forty dollars for the pavilion, you can get like six dollar tickets for that. Yeah. And the pavilion. Let me tell you why the pavilion is nice, real quick. That it's bleacher seating, so I don't love that. I like the actual seat back. Yeah, give me a chair. But the uh, pavilion has all the good food back there. Mm. Like the only hot dogs. It's, it shouldn't be so hard, by the way, to get a hot dog with some freaking uh, sauerkraut on it. And I there's hate sauerkraut. Like two locations in all of Coorsfield that you can do that. But one's in the pavilion, so that's the only reason you know d- that's nice to say d- there. Is so.
0: there a is there a Nick Soper's club level special at Coursefield? Oh, yeah, there yeah. is not uh, there's not a club, club level upgrade. We, no. we call oh. him Club Level Nick for all club the new listeners. listeners.
2: No. Yeah.
0: He has secret ways to find himself in you club You can pretty level. much get
2: to club level for almost any game. Just don't tell everyone uh, or else yeah. everyone is yeah. gonna don't ruin the yeah. secret. You have, you have to, to buy the the, thing. Thing. the secret is to buy the ticket at Buy tickets, full price. I'll you through the team.
1: Make sure you give them pay the fee your money. Okay. And then the very last thing here, this is just one thing that was keeping me up last night that i want you guys input on this is totally left field nothing to do with sports but it was bugging me what's the opposite of hungry is it thirsty or be is full. It, Is it's it stuffed. to not be hungry it's, it's, it's full. to not be hungry yeah to lack hunger. why is that why but is that bugging you it feels like pretty obvious no it doesn't feel obvious to me because it seems it's on a scale being thirsty is, so, is totally
2: separate than no, hunger. it's not See, if
0: we were doing an al- analogy here mm-hmm. you know Hungry is
1: to, you know, thirsty as full is to. But that's that makes it the opposite. That's like that's like uh, yellow and purple on the color wheel. So here's the thing, Nick. Though here's where you're wrong. Is is it's on a scale like a hunger? The scale doesn't go from. You don't make a 180 turn from not hungry to hungry like no it, no it I, know, I know know what it is opposite. I know what it is You become less hungry when you're when you're it's, when you're full It's
0: uh so, so it's not the opposite I'm not sure the term but it's that feeling that you get about Wow, 15, 20 minutes after eating pie on Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. right? You were real full after Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. You kind of let it settle for a few minutes, and they're like, Yeah, I could go back for a piece of pie. We'll just do like one little piece of pie. And then you eat it, and you were just ready to explode. I had to actually take laps after Thanksgiving but this I, year. I was so full, I
1: felt disgusted. So so you were almost repulsed by food? Yes. Okay. Yes. It does get a to a point sense. where you are kind of disgusted with yeah, well, I mean that it. makes sense if you get
0: that. Not bowl. just got with myself, yeah. with the food. It's okay. the food's
1: fault. Well, Why does it gotta be so good? We had to settle that. I wanted to to see what you guys said. And obviously that you guys are one sided with that, so.
0: Yeah. You okay. uh
1: we, we saw Hey those the kind now of things you can I, go to bed tonight. And now I can sleep better. Yes. Those are the kind of things I bring to <laughs> <of> the show. <laughs> all
0: right, talking all sports, Colorado kind of brings us into into where I was going with that with the Broncos and the Buffs. You got the buffs on the rise. You got avalanche are playing well i mean overall in theory right you got the the nuggets are 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 on top right now within the state the broncos are low the broncos have been at a low point for a while yet this would still i think by most people be defined as a a broncos town is there a point in the near future assuming everyone continues on their trajectory right nobody sees the broncos turning it around next year right and becoming a a a 10 12 win team however CU Buffs could be a really good football team next year. There's no reason to believe the Avalanche or the Nuggets are going to fall off. Do we see this town starting to turn on their Broncos at any point in time? Or is this so entrenched in us that we're going to
1: always be no, a Broncos town? This is a Broncos town, dude. It doesn't matter how bad the Broncos are. This will always be a Broncos, Broncos country. You know? So no, I, I, that'll never happen, ever. I, I think it'll, uh, it could get bad, but things won't get bad. But uh, no, this is always Broncos down. No yeah, flash
2: and not that the Buffs won't maintain whatever, but it's definitely like a hot flash in the pan. The Broncos could go two and fifteen for five years, and all it would take. Is one
1: signing. I mean, look what just happened. The Avalanche just won the Stanley Cup, and everyone's like, hey, that's great for about five minutes. And they go, okay, what are the Broncos' doing to quarterbacks? Yeah. It's Aaron Rodgers, yep. Russell Wilson. I, see, I, I agree with what you guys are saying about the Buffs, about the Avalanche,
0: that that in itself won't drive people away from the Broncos. Jared. But guys, we're on the cusp of like almost a decade. It doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. matter. No. The
2: Broncos started off. Tw- down 27-0, and the start of the show was, was them losing by six a moral right, exactly. <laughs> victory? That's what,
1: the Buffs are going to be fun when the Buffs do well when they're in it. People are going to love talking about it, but even if the, but let's use the Buffs as an example. Even if they go to the playoffs in, in a couple years when uh, the CFP expands to 12 teams and CU has a lot better chance to get in, if CU gets in, loses the first game of the playoff, let's say, everyone's going to be talking about that for a few days, then it's going to be right back to, to Broncos. When the Broncos win a Super Bowl, people have that hangover until spring, uh, 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 the offseason, uh, the camp next season, this is the first game. People are talking about that for months. So it's just a different feel. It's a Broncos town. It always will be. You know, like it or not, that's how it is. So no, I reject that notion, Jared.
2: Maybe this is just here's like the thing. Here's the thing. Optimism for me. As soon as the season is over, everybody. Is going to be losing their minds over the draft, yeah. the signings that to yeah. make, whatever. The Nuggets could win. To your point, the Avs won a, a title and. You had a bunch of people that just moved here. That's great. All of a sudden, their lifelong absence <coughs> buffs. And so
1: all of a sudden,
2: you know, it took like what? It, it literally took until we got Russell Wilson, which yeah. was yeah. what? A month or two later. Sure. And then yeah. it was like the abs never won the but cup. You know
1: what? It almost, I'd almost argue it was a couple weeks before when we thought we were going to get Aaron Rodgers. Oh my God. Remember I, was, that? And I remember that. I remember exactly Aaron. where I was.
2: So, you know, uh, who reported that was
1: stink stinks like, Oh,
2: Rogers to Broncos done deal. Uh, it's going to. Yeah, Aaron going to be here, and I I lost my mind. I was so excited. Stink. what a yeah. Stinky take? Yeah, well, I would have liked it. I mean, yeah, yeah, ignoring it, regardless, regardless. Yeah, all I'm saying is it takes a, the littlest bit of news. Yeah. Hack, it getting fired is is like on the same level of news as the Nuggets beating <laughs> right. the Suns in the, the playoffs. Right,
1: yeah, the the Nuggets could win a title. Abs could, the Nuggets could win the championship. Abs could win the Stanley Cup. Uh, Rockies could win the World Series. And all it would take and is the Buffs And the Buffs could win the college ball playoff. And yeah, uh, Russ could be traded for Aaron Rodgers. No one cares at all what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> exactly.
0: Speaking of uh, bad reporting, do you guys hear about, and I don't know the guy's name, and I probably shouldn't bring this up without knowing his name, but the guy that, that reported Aaron Judge to the Giants, and then had no. to like perceive
1: like oh but that's uh, the problem mm, let me tell you what guys. that's the problem with today is uh everyone first to the story uh, yeah. is that, that's why mike zimmer to colorado yes they were saying the vikings ex-head coach mike zimmer was going to come be the defensive yeah. coordinator of cu and that was out there being retweeted there was a story written about it and it's like oh never mind that wasn't true
0: <laughs> it's like Just, get out of here could you imagine though being a giants fan thinking you're getting Aaron judge and then
1: nothing Nothing. Oh, I, I, I trust me. I could feel a lot worse for the Giants fans. <laughs> They've had it okay. All right, Tyler, you got a game for us here. Do you want? To, are you ready to bring that in? Or oh should yeah. We, should yeah. we jump to our thrive fans? No, let, let's do it. So I call this the Michael Scott game, and this is simple. I want you to let me know what you think of these comparisons, and if you guys have any to add. So uh, you know Michael Scott, obviously. Michael Scott uh, on the Office. He just has quickly. If you don't know. Get Leave with it, guys. You get off get the show. You're not allowed to listen get, to the show anymore. Get on to the office. So uh, Michael Scott has different characters that he plays in the office. Give me prison okay? Mike. Give me a prison Mike. Reference. So what I did was I took characters that Michael Scott does in the show and I gave some comps, some Denver sports comps. Okay, you guys ready for this? All right. So first on the list, he was right. Prison Mike. Prison Mike. All right, prison Mike the, is the, the Dementors. <laughs> who do you guys think prison Mike is in Denver? It is Nathaniel Hackett. Now here's why: yeah, it's not no for doubt. the it's not for the prison thing, but it's because prison Mike lied about his past. He was never in prison. He just lied about it. I think Nathaniel Hackett lied on his resume. I think he put some stuff on there that was completely false, completely fabricated. What happened? He never called plays in Green Bay. He never did you know anything. What you know what he did. He sat in the corner and watched Matt Lafleur Lafleur construct the offense week after week. He did nothing. He lied on his resume. So therefore, Nathaniel Hackett is Prism Mike. Who's Prism the coach Mike. in uh, in? Uh, uh, I keep wanting to say happy
0: get more, but Waterboy, uh, Waterboy what but coach the, no, the other coach, the coach that steals the playbook.
2: Oh, what is his name? I forget. But, yeah. yeah. But that's who <laughs> Hackett is.
0: He just stole Battle no, of no. Floor's playbook. Oh, came in like, great. yeah, guys, see all these plays yeah, yeah. I can call.
2: I, I think, if I was to counter, I think that. Nathaniel Hackett is Michael the Magic. If you recall from that episode, <laughs> he actually gets put in a straitjacket and actually like drops his key and like tries to do all the crazy Harry Houdini stuff.
1: Okay. He's Michael the Magic. So he totally to he totally locks himself up and can't get out and he's Rhett he's Bully. lied about what he can do. Alright, so let's get to that. My next one, Michael the Magic. Oh wow. Okay, so here's who I here, here's who I have for Michael the Magic. Dick Monfort. Oh here's why. Here's why. He promises us every single offseason. What does he promise? Magic. Here's what we're gonna do, we're gonna turn this thing around in one hour. he's sending emails to to, to season ticket holders. He's getting on social media. It's gonna be different this year. he's like a politician, okay? which we laugh at, of course. And then he proceeds to lose the key for the magic trick he just promised us. Like Nick said. <laughs> Does he so, lose
2: it or did he purposely hide it would be the only well, counter Well, that's... That- that,
1: exactly. Maybe he he purposely hid it, but I think that Dick Monfort totally has it in his mouth like Michael the Magic and loses it in front of everyone. So I had <laughs> for Michael the Magic, Dick Monfort. Michael the Magic, underrated character. All right, next. Michael Scorn. Now, let's uh, face it. The character, actually, in Michael Scott's head, the character of Michael Skarn is a pretty big badass, right? Yeah. He gets all the, the ladies. He solves all the mysteries. So, who's Michael Skarn? Nicole Jokic. Oh, I uh, thought you were going to say primetime. No, it's got to be Jokic. Okay. He is Michael Skarn. He solves all the issues, his usage rate, his points per game. He's everything. And, and they see, need. I kind of like that you know who? on the surface, when people
0: look at Nicole Jokic, they're like, this guy he's Yeah, he's that's no a good badass. point. You want to know who he's Golden Face no would be?
1: <laughs> um Will Barton. <laughs> the, uh, the obvious, the obvious enemy. I like Golden Face, and he would not on this list. So that's a good, good addition there. All right, next, uh, Blind Guy McSqueezy. Who's oh Blind God. Guy McSqueezy? The entire Nuggets defense. Can it, me- be, can it be Mike? Can it be Nathaniel Hackett? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> ah, the women in my class hate me. Uh, the it's the entire Nuggets defense. I don't know if you guys knew this. The Nuggets are second to last in the NBA field goal percentage allowed this season. They're playing like they're blind out there. What the hell's happening, Michael Malone? <laughs> since he got there, since he got to the Nuggets, hasn't he been preaching defense? We're gonna win with defense. We're gonna defense first, <laughs> second to last in the NBA. Hey, hey and his name promoted GM. That's his gonna name is defense.
2: blind guy McSqueezy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just
1: so we're clear, yeah, that's the entire uh, Nuggets D. All right, last one here on the list, date Mike. Oh. All right. Here's who's here's a date, Mike. Now I have two people for date, Mike. I have the good part of date, Mike, and the bad part of date. The cool, Mike. the cool date, Mike, exactly. where he doesn't know he's on the date. Cool date, Mike, Dion, Neon Dion, right? Yeah. That's cool date, Mike. Swag got the you know he's everything. That's that that's that's the, that's the cool side of a uh, date, Mike. The bad part is Ross, oh. okay, Russell Wilson. And here's why it's Russell Wilson. He thinks he's way cooler than he is. Slightly annoying. And he says things, but he just needs to shut up. Like, stop talking so much. You just lost the game. Stop saying what you're saying. For all those reasons, he's the bad part That of is life. the best one you have there. <laughs> like, that is the
0: most on point right there of all of them. There we go. <laughs>
1: it's that- one... Of- it- Yeah, I don't know how (laughs) you say like. Yeah, it's like a perfect fit. Like it's it's uncomfortable. I'm I'm I feel awkward for you. So what did you guys think of the Michael Scott game? Are you guys gonna use it when I'm not here? No, I think
0: we can we can even take this as we're going into the off season. We were just talking about how how much we're all gonna be just going crazy over draft picks and things like that. We could do some player comps.
1: Yeah, player uh, coms uh, for yes. for Michael Scott, or use it for you know something else. But little, yeah, little I thought good I cop, had a little bad fun cop. here. Good cop, bad good cop. cop, bad like cop. Hey, while well, I got the spotlight on me, quick uh, movie review, uh, one minute movie review. Put the countdown on. Right, Spirited. You Have you guys seen or heard about Spirited with uh, no. Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell? How new? It's this year new. Okay, so it, it's a Christmas no. movie. I, oh that, yeah, yeah. Don't, okay, I know don't of it. watch it oh. now. It's my fault because I didn't realize it was a a, a musical going in. So if you're ready for a musical, watch it. But I thought it was bad. I thought it was drawn out. It's 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 the ghost of Christmas past, future, and present. And it's a comedy, so it's kind of like it's supposed to be kitschy. I hated it. I thought it was bad. We turned we stopped it halfway through. We turned it off. So, oh, see,
0: maybe you yeah. missed where it gets really good. Yeah,
1: ma- <laughs> maybe. So, out of uh, 100, I give it uh, 24 and a half. I hear Black Adams like that too.
0: Yeah, I've really? heard that too. I actually okay. heard that there is evidence that they have have like gone in and like altered the ratings and stuff. No, so, oh, no. make oh. it look Fears, Fears. like that. yeah. yeah okay,
2: well, that's that's actually one minute on the flip side. Yes. Best show I've seen in a while. It's obviously the most popular White Lotus hbo
1: okay but okay. you touched me you told me to watch severance yeah severance is good too but i, I think i'm going to start severance soon yeah God, that's all so like, yeah there's the so tv's many. been good this year the actual yes. tv
2: itself isn't very good yeah I
1: know. Uh, yeah get get off the movie bandwagon man it's all about well the TV i've been shows. on that for a while i've been watching tv shows for i'm off movies like tv shows you get in get out it's nice and let me tell you it's good to have a nice couple options to watch like severance because i'm stuck on a loop of seinfeld Always sunny in Philadelphia. Office. I'm going to give you a, some advice. Okay, yeah. Here, here's what you do. Right, you're
0: watching a show. You got to have a show that you're into. Right, that you you're watching that. That could be Severance for you. Then you get to the end of the night. You know, it's nine o'clock at night. You're That's just you not put Seinfeld quite on? ready. That's when you put the Seinfeld okay. on. Then you just keep it on the loop. Doesn't matter if you fall asleep. If you don't feel like finishing the episode. I like that. By the
1: <laughs> way, if you're listening, going Seinfeld. Who are these old Seinfeld? Let me tell you what. Seinfeld's a quality uh, show. Watch it if you haven't yet if you're if you're a youngster out there but also my taste in TV shows and movies uh, it's it's so fun and and, uh, and and music i don't listen to anything made past like 2010 2012 my music is is old school. Yeah, but is it? I feel like that's pretty common. That like yeah, after probably. your high
0: school years, maybe college years, you yeah, have of listened to tune new. Out, Then everything else after that is like, what the heck are these old kids listening to? Yeah, now? well, this whole
1: like yeah, does this, this new like mumble rap thing? I'm like, that's so stupid. Anyway, which means that they can't actually yeah, rap old. at the pace that they need <laughs> to rap at.
0: Okay. Uh, all right, it is time to move on to our five fantasy best bets of the week. Uh-oh. If you aren't familiar with them already. You need to get on Thrive Fantasy. It's so easy, guys. It's basically just like a daily fantasy uh, contest like you would get with DraftKings, like you get with FanDuel. Only Thrive Fantasy uses player props. It gives you a whole new, unique way of approaching betting and... And it's, it's been something that we've had a lot of fun with on this show. I know for me, following football, my fantasy football teams suck this year. So it has given me a different outlet to, you know, be able to kind of bet on the production of players. And I got to say, I'm a little bit better with this sports betting thing than I am with fantasy football as it right. turns out. Tough. And make sure uh. <laughs> when you sign up with Thrive Fantasy, use our promo code RED. That's R-E-D, and they will match up to $100. Whatever you deposit, they will match up to $100. Use that promo code RED. So we've been going on a season long since the beginning of the football season. Uh, each week, we give out our best bet. Now, last week, guys, you guys got all weird, okay? I leave the show for one week, and you guys start to, starting to throw out three picks. Yeah, that's picks. what happened. We got to catch bro. up. We got to do this. We have been talking for weeks that the idea was at the end of the calendar year, it would be based off of a winning percentage, it doesn't oh, have to might be the true. same picks. I understand that percentage. we said that. I want my volume. That's fine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's you're, fine. you're yelling at they, Connor. No, you should yes, just yell at Connor. Because yes. Connor I has this irrational
1: it. need for all of us to have the exact same amount of picks. Yes. Connor is just, uh, well... And you know, guys, we would all have the same amount of picks if
0: you all showed up for every show. Yeah, that's well, true. Yeah, that's yeah. not gonna happen. I'm you looking got at you, next top 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 Yeah, I know.
2: I might be gone next week. It's hard. Uh, to say. And, and anyways,
0: <laughs> at any rate, guys, adding the extra picks not good for you guys. It was not good for you guys last week. It doesn't uh, matter. I went one and two. You went one and two. That puts you at. I got seven four picks this week, by the way. So, ooh, yeah. I gotta try to keep up. Uh, uh, by the way, I appreciate the challenge. Uh, you guys really put the challenge to me. Try to cipher through all your guys' picks and your nonsense as you guys were making it to try to figure out who won and who lost mm-hmm. on it had to get some uh, verification we got in the show today uh, Car- uh, Tyler you went one and two uh, Nick Not a good week for you, buddy. You should have stuck. Actually, you threw out one. I don't even remember what it was, but you threw out. It was the Deshaun Watson. You threw that out. You pulled it back, and then you went with two others that were losers. Mm. That was a winner. You ended up with two losers. That puts you at six and six. You are staring down the barrel. I will donate. I will donate
2: to uh, charity. (laughs) Overeat that chip. (laughs) It's going to be awful.
0: I might just volunteer to eat it because I'm dying to know how good it is. You can Uh, eat it with
2: me. I'll eat it, but you have to eat one with me. Sure,
0: sure. Just because I'm a good sport like that. Uh, I obviously had no picks. I'm at eight and five. Connor. Connor smoking us guys. He's at Mm. 10 and two on the year. Let's just keep that quiet. Mm. Let's not talk about it anymore. And we're going to move on. He's going to wrap. Can't wait. Can't wait for the text tomorrow. He may be
1: mathematically uh, already the champ. Yeah. Yeah,
0: We should actually make him make like several picks a week just so we can maybe catch up to him. Yeah, for uh, sure. But, I mean, 10-2 right? right now. The the picks
1: is, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. going to be. But,
0: but we need him to get some losses. So we just need to make a bunch of extra of picks there. So, uh, all right, I will start us off here. I'm giving one, one only pick. What I am going to take, okay, Brock Purdy. Big week last week, right? Big week. Lots of production, at least fantasy-wise. But you look at the the passing yards. Passing yards still weren't there, okay? He's at his over-under for passing yards, 195.5, okay? Mm -hmm. I am taking the under on Brock Purdy's Purdy's passing... God, that's a tough one. Brock Brock Purdy's 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 passing yards. Okay, there you go. Under 195 and a half.
1: All right, I got four. Uh, You guys know how last week I did the tutties only? Yeah, tutties. We're going same contest. Okay. $20,000 guaranteed, $20 entry, first place. I think it's five grand, either four or five grand. It's huge. And it's touchdowns only. These are my favorite to play. All right, I'm giving four picks. We're going Jamal Williams under one and a half, rushing plus receiving touchdowns. Jamal Williams under 1.5 rushing, plus receiving touchdowns. We're going to go Justin Fields under 0.5 rushing touchdowns. Justin Fields under a half rushing touchdowns. We're going Keenan Allen under 0.5 receiving touchdowns. Okay, Keenan Allen under a half receiving touchdowns. And we're going Brian Robinson under one and a half rushing touchdowns plus receiving touchdowns. Okay, sounds Brandon good. Brian Robinson under one four and a half picks, rushing plus receiving. Four under. I'm going to give you – I'm just,
2: I'm just going to go, right? I found a couple that I like. Just, We're just, just, gonna, just go. Go. Club level Nick, yeah. just go. All right, I'm going to ride our boy Baker under 205 and a half passing yards. Baker, Baker. Under Baker, 19 and a half total completions. Then we're gonna go to Saturday. That's the Monday night game. Wait, wait, you had the underground completions too. You, yeah. you
1: are just rolling. Yep. And then we're gonna go Nick Chubb. You gotta give the man credit for, for backing his uh yep. his takes my up, guy. His picks. Yep. yep,
2: yep, yep. Uh Nick Chubb over a half total of rushing tutties plus reception tutties. A half? Yep. Wow. Yep. Uh-huh. That's a yep. No that's de- a number right there. Yeah, no friend. big deal. No big deal. Uh and then we're gonna go Justin Jefferson over six and a half total receptions. I like it. Yeah, he's been getting targets. I like I it. I like that. Way. I
1: like it. Ooh.
2: If I say I like it, that <laughs> means I like it. <laughs> uh,
0: All right, good stuff, guys. Let's see if Soaps can get him back himself back into contention. Oh, he'll call
1: yeah. back. He needs a he, he always claws back. Week. I've been to Vegas week. a couple times with Nick Soap. He
2: always claws back. Sometimes I was there, I was there once and I was with my buddy Tony. And we were there We went for like a day and a half Right We got there in the morning Stayed the night Left like halfway classy through trip. Real classy, classy trip Classy yeah. trip We're dressed to the nines I'm rocking my yeah. Levi 505s oh, Yeah No big deal And uh, the blackjack dealer is literally laughing as she continuously pulled my money. It got to the point where she was laughing.
1: It's like the dealer in uh, Vegas vacation. Yeah, correct. It's exactly (laughs) what it was.
2: And just laughing and laughing. Tony's dying over there. And just, I'm like, 20. 20 shows up. I got six. You know what I mean?
1: That's tough. Why why don't you tell the audience the story real quick about uh, when you didn't. Choose to put twenty five dollars on red twenty three oh with me. Oh my god! I last so time, bad. Last time we're in Vegas, so bad. Walsh just kind of walks
2: around. We said, "Hey, we like to play as a squad. We play red twenty three. That's our roulette number. MJ, MJ, MJ. Yeah. And we don't we don't play the corners. We don't play the halvesies. We play red 23. <laughs> Three feels it. I'm so gonna what
1: happens? I I get the I get the feeling. I go, hey, soaps. Let, let's hit this table. And what do you say? I say, hey, man, I'm gonna watch my other buddy throw yeah. five hundred dollars on f- yeah. f- black. He, he he's he's out. So what he's do out. I do? I go put a twenty five dollar chip on red. Twenty three. What does it hit? Twenty three. <laughs> yeah,
2: I know it's, it's bad. It's bad. Hey, but you know what? Almost a G. To quote it's the crazy. great Farmer Fran, we lit about
1: another We lit a bad another day. <laughs> we lit <little> a <bite> another day. <laughs> 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 hey, we're going back this year, right, for the Super Bowl? Yep. Yeah, uh, let's do it this year. Let's hit one and this year. 23. We might. We might
0: have to have a full uh, Red Rock Sports uh, yeah, why podcast not? recorded out of there. Oh, yeah, because Jared will be, will be there. I will finally, finally do a quick like a half story. hour show. You know, yeah, we oh, should a little Super Bowl will, show. Do they frown we on we that on the on the Blackjack Tables uh, recording <laughs> podcast? Oh, looks yeah, like yeah, Nick got
1: a looks like Nick's showing 16, dealer's showing 20. You know, we should all meet up in a room, do a quick pod for the audience, right? They want it. Plus, the Broncos will be in the Super Bowl, too, so it'll of make Of course. Sense. Uh-huh. Huh? Yeah, totally. Actually, I think they're now statistically eliminated. They are statistically uh, eliminated. I mean, Those it was statistics. close.
0: Like We really thought. I mean, there, there was a chance there for a moment.
1: There. Those dang statistics.
0: All right, before we get out of here, guys, I just want to talk real briefly. You guys hit on the Nuggets quite a bit last week, talked about the, their defensive woes, which is what I had in my notes, and then I listened back to the show. I'm like, damn it. You guys talked for like 20 minutes about that last week. So I just want to kind of throw out there, my man, my man, Jamal Murray, is, is looking good. He's had a strong couple of weeks. His minutes are up in the month of December. He's uh, He had the big game winner against Portland. I think it was Portland. And uh, has two 30-point games the last two weeks. Is he back? Are we ready to
1: say Jamal Murray is back? Jamal is back. I'm ready for him to be back. I mean, look, the Nugs need something. Connor was talking about it last week. The Usage rate that we're seeing from Jokic is unreal. They need some help here, so I hope he's back for that reason. But, like you said, Jared, I mean, he's been playing off the charts statistically, too. If the, the advanced metrics say very, very good, uh, both sides, so yeah, I'm excited. One of those guys that just needs to
2: get his sea legs back under him. Last 10 games, just a shade under 21 points a game, 44.9 percent from field goal tough to say 36% from three, not bad, but it seems like he's 36% from
1: three. Not bad for me. You know, YMCA league. You know what you
2: like to see is that you love to see the pick and roll just starting to look a little more fluid. Jamal was obviously thinking a little bit too much, but I don't know. Like, could you guys like, obviously we're very far from even close to like athletes at all. It would be so hard to even go and do anything with an ACL. So anybody that comes back from an ACL injury, Pro athlete, it's incredible! F- it I really is incredible. Like
0: I've never had a knee injury, but like you roll an ankle, you know how long it takes for me to be confident yeah. on that ankle. again? I'm on like two years now since my last rolling. I'm still not confident on that right. thing when I go to make a cut, man. So I absolutely can understand. But I I don't know. Maybe I'm
1: overreacting to that game winner against Portland. But man, that killer instinct just I, I want to push back. Out. I want to push back when Nick said we're none of us are athletes. Uh, so uh, we mentioned earlier this is a Woo's Media Ping podcast. Ping pong. Ping pong. Another Say podcast it. we have <laughs> Woo's <Do> Media. It. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's called uh, college football tailgate and what we do every year because, you know, college football to the NFL, you do the combine, right? So we're a college football show on that one. We do a combine every offseason. two year champion consecutive right here. Being the it best... We, abund- we've done it abund- years in a row. A bunch of place, right does here. not make you Correct. Oh, okay. He just
2: said it takes him forever <laughs> to get his ankle back.
1: Can you yeah. imagine? Yeah, exactly. No, and, and to give you guys an idea, uh, a couple years ago, I played in this old man basketball league. It was a church league. Oh, the oh, worst. Oh, oh so intense. Be yeah, so intense. church leagues, okay, man. Okay. They don't mess I, They it ball out me. for God. I was in my late 20s with a bunch of older dudes. I... Snapped my Achilles on the court. I got hurt playing old man basketball. I had to be carted off. It was a whole like six month process. That might be the best way I've ever heard of somebody. Isn't that hysterical? I'm playing with old dudes. I'm I'm supposed to be the spry one out there. I'm like oh. Oh, no. Okay. But, I, my but curious, here's the dude. deal, though.
0: We're all in our mid-30s, so we haven't quite registered this yet, but this is what my theory is on, on what's happening there and why it's hard for guys in their 20s and early 30s to, to compete sometimes with these 40s and 50s guys. They have accepted. They have accepted yeah, yeah, their true. bodies aren't what they used to be. Wrong. We're wrong, we are still wrong.
1: thinking we can perform at this no, level. Here's why you're wrong. We have given up and done nothing for 12 years. We all used to be athletes. We all played in high school at one one level or another. We haven't done anything for 12 years. And we go, oh, yeah, let me go over to the gym, play some basketball. And these old dudes have been playing every week for the last 10 years. So... That's the that's the thing. If we, it's all about training your body to be into that stuff and like getting ready for it mentally, and like if we did it consistently, it'd be one thing. We played tennis sometimes. Yeah. if we tennis that, is
2: low key very hard.
1: It it is. If we did that consistently, we'd get good workouts. Be good. It wouldn't be like like random that we'd be good after a while. So those old dudes, they just go all the time. That's
2: it. I don't know them throwing them dad bods, in, it's hard to hold up in the post. So with that said, Jamal Murray. It's nice to see him back again. I understand the defensive uh, back to de- ball. deficiency who's not an old man. Yeah, you know disagree with me if you will. I just think it's one of those things you're trying to pace out. The bench is obviously not where we need it to be, but they're the name of the game is to preserve Jokic. He had to go so hard balls to the wall for the entire season last year just to get the sixth seed. It's just a team that's just at this point in my opinion,
1: trying to get back to the playoffs Love and then it. and then Love we'll it. see. I like that saying also, balls to the wall. Uh, hey, real quick before we get out of here, one last You guys know how I bring a bunch of stuff. One last thing. Um, quick fun fact. I want to end on a fun oh, wow. fact. Yeah. So, is that okay if I bring Absolutely. this right now? Absolutely. This is the funnest fact you'll learn all week. So, I'm glad. For those oh, who have, have. building this up. For those who have stayed this long, this is amazing. No, no, no. I'm not building it up. I'm going to change the way you guys look at the world. Okay. No build up. No build up whatsoever. <laughs> Energy. If you look at this plug right there, right now, listening, look at a plug plugged into the wall, going to a light bulb. How do you think energy moves from the wall to the light? I'll tell you. It's outside of the cord you see. Oh, wow. It doesn't happen inside the cord. All the stuff happens slightly outside of all those cords. All the energy gets pushed through the outside. So it's like this weird magnetic field combined with the electric field that creates uh, energy and electricity. So what's happening in cords whether you're turning on a light or a TV or you're you're playing Xbox using the controller with a battery too, is energy is being transferred outside, on the outside of everything, not inside the, the, the wires. Isn't that crazy? So what's the point of the wires then? Two, there's electrons in there and it houses a little bit of movement one way or another, but it moves like one-tenth of a millimeter per second. It's very slow inside the wires, but you need the inside of the wires to create the magnetic field al- around the electric field oh. you create w- when you plug something in. It's a science so. show on top All of right. everything. I'm not going to lie. That was
0: actually pretty good. Isn't that cool? Next time you're on, here's yeah, what you can me understand. Energy moves on the outside of Where the wires. Where does your stuff go when it goes in the cloud and how do I not access... Not only that, you know what we'll
1: also do? Oh, well. We'll organize Where it. Where does stuff go when you delete it? A lot of people think you delete a file on your, uh, like your recycle and then you delete it completely from your computer. It never goes away, ever. Disgusting. We'll talk about that next time boy, there's some dirty laundry that I got to worry about now. <laughs> I thought that was
0: all gone for good. All right. Well, tune in next week for uh, science.
1: Uh, Connor will Rock be back. Science. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for show. a stat of the week science oh, edition. I can't wait for Connor to talk about McDonald's uh, while we were all. Yeah, correct. Yeah.
0: Oh, he's going to go on a rant yeah. about In-N-Out. In-N-Out, I, In-N-Out, exactly. Oh, yeah. God. Yes. All right. Well, be sure you tune in for that and check us out each and every week. We record shows Tuesday evenings. You can watch them first thing Wednesday morning. Watch. You listen. I think you actually listen to those shows. One of these days we'll have some Watch YouTube with your going. Eyes. But it's time for us to get out of here. Nick's giving me that look, so thanks for stopping by, and see you next week on Red Rock Sports.